Welcome to the podcast for Salem Baptist Church, where the senior pastor is Reverend Dr. Selwyn Q. Bacchus. Salem is located at 3131 Lake Street in Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. This podcast has been created as a mobile companion to your engagement with Salem. Whether you use it to listen to a service you are unable to attend or to revisit a sermon, we pray that this podcast will serve as a source of motivation and connection to a word-centered and spirit-led church that cares about your journey. Be sure to turn on your alerts as we deliver a variety of content to you. Don't miss out on church services, interactive Bible studies, and special interviews all here on Salem's podcast. Share the podcast with a friend or family member. Listen as you have your morning coffee, daily exercise, or travel to work. No matter when you are listening, we pray this episode blesses you.
Good morning, Salem. Welcome to worship on this Jeans and Jersey Sunday. You guys are looking good out there. And those that are tuning in in a virtual sanctuary, I'm sure you're looking good as well. How many are thankful to be in the house of worship this morning? Colossians 3.16 says this, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as we teach and admonish each other with all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in our hearts. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we're so honored and grateful to be in your house this morning with the opportunity to praise and worship your name. We give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. We ask that you allow us to worship you in spirit and in truth. And in Jesus' name, amen. We invite you to all stand this morning as we continue in our praise and worship. Come on, can we give our God a hand clap of praise in this sanctuary, in the virtual sanctuary? How many are grateful to be in God's house this morning? I said, how many are grateful to be in God's house this morning? It's our desire to see God's sweet presence in this place, um, to come and bless us and fill our, fill our hearts. Come on, if you got one thing on your mind that you are grateful for, can you just give God praise for his goodness and his mercy towards us? Father, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for leading us into this place today. No matter where we are, we, will, we want your presence with us. So we sang this morning, sweet spirit, sweet spirit, take over this place, take over this place, sweet spirit, sweet spirit, take over this place, take over this, everybody say sweet spirit. Come on, sweet spirit. sweet spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Come on, take over. Take over this place. Say sweet. sweet spirit. We say sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Take over this. Take over this place. Say sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. We sing sweet. sweet Take over. Take over this place. Take over. Take over this place. Sweet. sweet spirit. We say sweet. Sweet spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Take over. Say mighty spirit. We say mighty. Take over this. Take over this. We say, Mighty Spirit. Mighty Spirit. Take over. Take over this place. We say, Mighty Spirit. Mighty Spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Mighty Spirit, take over, take over this place. We say, Hold. 
Come on, church. Holy Spirit. Come now, Lord. Take over this place. Take over this place. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Say, take over this. Say, Holy Spirit. Come and dwell with us, Lord. Take over. Take over. We say, Holy. We say, Holy. Take over. Take over this place. Come on. Everybody take over this place. Come on, take over. Move by your power today, Lord. Because we really need you. Take over this place. Touch our hearts today. Renew our spirits today, Lord. Take over this place. We need your presence. Because in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, Lord, our presence forevermore. And we need you. We need you this morning, Lord. We need you this morning, Jesus. Take over this place. Touch our minds today. Put the mind of Christ in us. Take over this place. Take over this place. We want you, Lord. Say, we want you, Jesus. Take over this place. Come on, take over. Take over. Take over. Take over this place. Take over. Take over. Take over. Take over. Sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Take over this. Take over this place. Sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. Take over. Take over this place. Take over this place. Take over this place. Sweet holy. Stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And for these blessings, 
without a doubt we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place come on how many want the spirit come on say sweet holy Say sweet heavenly dove. Come on, stay right here. With us. Sealing us with your love. With your Come on. Come on, without a doubt that we have, we've been revived when we shall, when we shall leave this place. Come on, if you really want them, say, sweetheart. Come on, sweet heavenly dove. Come on, church, say, stay right here with us. We say, filling us with your, with your. We sing, we lift our hearts and praise the We lift our hearts in praise without a doubt. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have we've been revived. Come on, when we shall we shall leave this place. Everybody, one more time and say, Sweet Holy. Come on, sweet heavenly dove. Sweet heavenly dove. That's it, church. Come on, tell them to stay right. Stay right with us. Church and for these blessings, come on, church. We're lifting our hearts in. We lift our hearts in. Let's say right here, without a doubt, 
know that we have. Come on. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have, Lord. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been, Lord. Come on, without a doubt. That we have, that we've been, without a doubt, we'll know that we have. When we shall, come on and let's give him glory this morning. Come on, let's give him glory this morning for his sweet Holy Spirit. Without a doubt, we'll know how many want to be revived that we have been revived. We come to worship to fill up because we know when we leave, the enemy tries to attack us from time to time. But without a doubt, we'll know that we have Revive when we shall leave this place. Come on, give them glory this morning. Come on. Without a doubt, we will know that we have been revived. Thank you, Lord, for your sweet, sweet Holy Spirit. I'm reminded of in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, when Jesus looked at his disciples and he said, it's to your advantage that I go, because if I were not to go, then I would not send the sweet Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the advocate, our comforter, the spirit who guides us to all truth, who convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, who redeems us, who baptizes all believers into the body of Christ upon faith, who indwells permanently in every believer's heart, who gives us power, who fills us, who gives us assurance of our faith, who intercedes for us, who produces fruit in us, who works in us every single day as we are being sanctified. We ought to thank God for his sweet Holy Spirit this morning. Thank you, Lord. Church family, it's time for prayer. And as we prepare our hearts for prayer, we want to keep in mind our elected officials serving at the federal, state, and local levels and our military personnel. We also want to keep in mind those on our prayer list, Sister Sadie Alley, Sister Kanai Collins, Mother Juanita Cross, Sister Linda Gunn, Sister Marlena Hughes, Sister Dolores Jackson, Sister Valerie Middlebrook, Sister Carla Washington, Sister Ethel Williams, Brother John Atkins, Brother Noel Bennett, Brother Michael Freeman, 
Deacon Bruce Green, Brother Dallin Rucker, Brother Jerry T. Scott, Brother Orlando Waters, Jr., Brother Tyler Wilson, and Brother Frank Stewart, Sr. Family, we also want to keep close to our heart those that have bereavement in their families. Sister Beverly Fraser and the loss of her son, Anthony Fitzgerald. Sister Kim Anthony and the loss of her husband, Lee Anthony. And brother William Newby and the loss of his stepfather, Winfred Albert Samuels Jr. Church family, let's approach the throne of grace together. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your sweet, sweet Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, equally deserving of all of our praise and our worship. Thank you for living in our lives. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for guiding us to all truth. Thank you for allowing us to understand your scriptures. Thank you for allowing us to see your face. Lord, we thank you this morning as we do every morning for the opportunity just to praise and worship your name for the opportunity to freely come before you and take all of our burdens all of our cares every single thing that is on our plates lord we give over to you lord we recognize that you are our everything you're not just our weekend events or our weekly events lord you are our week you are our every day help us to start our day with you end our day with you talk with you the entire day we stand in all of the honor to come before you and to pray and to have the Lord Jesus intercede on our behalf. We thank you for the opportunity to worship your name collectively. We thank you for the opportunity that no matter what we're wearing and how we're dressed, that you are deserving of our praise and deserving of our worship and that you see past external experience and you see directly into the hearts the same heart that you grabbed a hold of and that you performed surgery on and that you changed. We thank you for the brand new heart that you've given us. We thank you that you have made us over. And Lord, we stand here today made over, glorifying and magnifying your name because you are deserving of our worship and our praise. You're deserving of not just the things that we say, not just the things that we sing, not just the things that we speak, but how we live, how we act, how we walk, how we talk. Lord, we don't just give praise, we live praise. Let that be exemplified in our life. Let people around us, let the world see that our ties belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, that it's not we who live, but it's Christ who lives in us. And Lord, be clearly seen in us that we will make an impact on this world for you. So Lord, this morning we lift up all of our prayers, all of our burdens, all of our prayer requests, all of those who are grieving, and we lift them up to you, the great physician. And we lift them up gladly because we know you are a great physician and that there's nothing too big or too small for you. But bless us this morning. Help us to grieve with those who grieve. Rejoice with those who rejoice. And Lord, we ask that you give them comfort, peace, and strength through this time. Allow them to see your face and know that you are the sovereign Lord, the creator of the entire universe. And that you hold everything in the palm of your hand. So we lift them up to you this morning and we ask that you would just continue to bless them. Bless us all, Lord. Bless this worship service. We ask that you would bless our pastor, that you would continually give him strength, that you would use him as you do always 
to give us your holy word that will not come back void. Open our hearts up this morning to hear from you. And Lord, we just give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory over and over and over again, as long as we have breath in our lungs. And all these things we pray in the Lord Jesus' name. Amen. How many glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time? We praise the Lord for all that he has done, all that he is doing, and all that he will continue to do. Please remember all of you are weekly opportunities for ministry, fellowship, discipleship, and worship. <clears throat> and we praise God for each of you on our jeans and jersey Sunday. Amen. Y'all look good. Y'all look good. Y'all look good. No, y'all look great. Y'all look great. <clears throat> now, y'all know I got my Kappa jersey back in the office. <clears throat> but uh, on the 26th, Selwyn's going to be graduating. So I figured I'd brag a little bit. <laughs> to be a Harvard dad. Amen. Uh, and I want to thank you, Salem. Let me take this opportunity to take 30 seconds. I want to thank you for helping us raise those boys. Uh, Selva's going to be graduating from Harvard. Miles is going to be moving to St. Louis in a few weeks <clears throat> for a new job. And it's largely in part because you all have invested in their lives. And so I want to thank you. I uh, want to say a couple of things. The COVID-19 rapid tests are available. They're being handed out by the usher's room. These rapid tests are free of charge, and each person can receive up to four test kits. We've partnered with Charles Drew to make those available to our church family. Amen. 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 As well, we remind you on Saturday, June 4th, July 16th and August 13th, the Young Adult Community at Salem will be having a financial workshop, workshop called Get Your Money Right. Uh, it'll be held at uh, the Urban League sign-up. Please see the gift to the body of Christ, which is Minister Whitaker. Mark your calendars and say the date. We're having a parking lot party for the entire family on June 11th. Uh, it'll be featuring a special DJ, bounce houses, basketball, double dutch, snow cones, and a couple of surprises. Amen. And then immediately after 5.30, we'll move inside. <laughs> I thought I'd never say this at Salem for a Christian hip-hop concert featuring rap artist and producer K-Drama. Y'all gonna have to tell me who he is, but that's on the announcement, so. So uh, please bring your friends and family as we enjoy a time of music fellowship 
Uh, please sign up. <laughs> please sign up after service. <clears throat> See Sister Marsha Hall and Minister Whitaker at the table in the foyer. Now, this is what they said. I still don't know what this means. All you need to do is scan the QR code at the table and you'll be re redirected to the link. I have no idea what a QR code is, but they told me it works, and so I trust them. Oh, somebody's trying to tell me in the back. It's that little square thing. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I guess I'm going to figure it out. Being Christian a little bit at a time. All right. <clears throat> we thank you for your continued support, your prayers. We are still basking in the glow of our 100th anniversary. Amen. I've had persons and pastors from all across the country calling me, telling me that they watched each and every event and they were blessed by it. In Salem, we are a blessed church. Amen. <clears throat> Thank you for your continued stewardship and your faithfulness through your giving. We remind you each and every opportunity that we have that there are various platforms by which you can give. You can mail uh, your uh, tithe and offering here to the church. You can give uh, Monday through Friday and from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can give through our website at uh, salembc.org through PayPal, through Giveify, through Cash App. And you can text to give, I forgot one, Venmo. All of those ways you can give. <clears throat> now, I really, Deacon Temple, I really don't normally point out stuff about myself. I do want y'all to see these yes, shoes. Sir. Galen, I want y'all to see these shoes. <laughs> In case y'all didn't see it over here, I want y'all to. Lord, forgive me in heaven. We share this affirmation. It is an affirmation of what we believe about giving here at the Salem Baptist Church. We plant good seed in good soil. We will receive God's prosperity for our lives. We plant good seed in good soil. And we will receive God's prosperity for our lives. If you believe it, put your hands together and praise the Lord. We're going to ask the Music and Fine Arts Ministry to come at this time and lead us further in worship.
law you're everything this morning. I said it's the law you're everything this morning. If you're wondering how you made it, you made it because of the Lord. And this is why right here everybody say wonderful. Come on. Everybody say counselor. Come on, say mighty God. Come on, everlasting Father. Everything. take this moment to not only encourage you but there is somebody in the building that for over 50 years has served this community here in Omaha, Nebraska and Salem if you could just do me one quick favor can we stand up and give God praise for the gift of Professor Otis Westbrook? He taught in our public schools. He served our churches. Always an encourager. And Professor, I love you, man. And I thank you for everything that you've done. But he taught an arrangement around this city of the great hymn of the church, It Is Well, man. And I, I just, I not only want to encourage y'all this morning, but Professor, man, we, we love you so much, man. Um, there's not a time that uh, over the last 14 years, he always had an encouraging word for me, even before he became a member of this church. So, man, I love you so much, and God bless you. My way 
going to ask you to stand in reverence to the word of the Lord. Turn with us to the Old Testament. First Samuel chapter 3. First Samuel chapter 3. The Lord reads, Now the voice Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and for the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was. And while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you that you must say, Speak, Lord for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called at other times, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, Speak for your servant you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The Lord's word is blessed. <clears throat> I want to talk today for a few minutes by the help of God and the Holy Spirit from this simple subject, answering the call. Answering the call. On last week, we observed a blended family in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Elkanah, his wife Hannah, who was initially barren, and his second wife, Peninnah, who had provided him children. It was in the midst of Hannah's torture and trial that we learned some lessons from a mother. Noticeably, Hannah's approach to the Lord. In the midst of her barrenness and brokenness, she approached the Lord humbly, honestly, hurting, and finally, she honored 
the Lord. As I said last week, she started out praying and ended up praising. Listen to a few of her words in the beginning of 1 Samuel chapter 2. It says, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. Now, preceding this praise, she had made a promise to the Lord that's found in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 11. There it says, Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. As the text reveals, the Lord honors her promise, gives her a male child, Samuel, whose name means, because I have asked for him from the Lord. And the Lord honors Hannah's prayer and petition, and she honored her promise. After Samuel was weaned, she delivered him to the house of the Lord to be used in the Lord's service. Now it's clear that Hannah saw something even prior to Samuel's birth that would be special about him. Something that would set him apart. Something that would cause him to be used specially of the Lord. And it begins to manifest and reveal itself in 1 Samuel chapter 3. It is his call that is revealed. You see, Hannah had set Samuel aside to serve, but it was the Lord who called him to special ministry and leadership. As the old folk would say, some have been called, some have been sent, and some just went. Well, Samuel was called by the Lord. Stephen Brown of Key Biscayne, Florida shared this wonderful illustration and explanation. He says in the 11th century, King Henry III of Bavaria grew tired of court life and the pressures of being a monarch. He made application to Prior Richard at a local monastery asking to be accepted as a contemplative and spend the rest of his life in a monastery. Your majesty said, Prior Richard, do you understand that the pledge here is one of obedience? And that will be hard because you've been a king. I understand, said King Henry III of Bavaria, the rest of my life will be obedient to you as Christ leads you. Then I will tell you what to do, said Prior Richard. Go back to your throne and 
serve faithfully in the place where God has put you. When King Henry died, a statement was written, the king learned to rule by being obedient. And I share this before we move further in the sermon because when we tire of our roles and responsibilities, it helps to remember the Lord has placed us in a certain place at a certain time to be faithful where he put us. And when he returns, we will rule together with him. So let us turn quickly to our text on today and notice a few points of emphasis about the call of Samuel. We notice first, it was unexplainable and undeniable. Unexplainable and undeniable. Now we must remember that Samuel's mother Hannah had prayed at Shiloh, which was the center of worship in the time of the text, and it was Eli the priest who observed her passionate and fervent prayer. So passionate and fervent were they that he believed she was intoxicated. When she explained the burden of her barrenness, it was Eli who made this declaration in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 17. It says, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. God of Israel, grant your petition which you have asked of him. It was Eli who declared to Hannah, you will have the son you are so passionately praying for. Now, the backdrop is this. Eli had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. And it would have been the natural progression for them to become the next priest. And yet the Bible, without me going into details, describes them by saying they were corrupt and did not know the Lord. And yet the Lord had pre-planned, pre-arranged, premeditated, and preordained for Samuel to be called even though he did not have a priestly lineage and heredity. It could have been easily explained for Eli's sons to become priests, but not so for Samuel. And yet, it was Samuel that the Lord called. Now, I said it was unexplainable, but it was also undeniable. Listen again patiently with me to the text on today. Now, the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation, and it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was laying down, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call. Lie down again. And he went 
and laid down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. You see, Samuel was serving, but I want to suggest figuratively, he still could not see. You see, the Lord saw something in him. And even before his birth, his mother saw something in him. And yet in his youth, he could not see it. But the call was undeniable. Child of God, I want to suggest there are times the Lord is calling us. Not necessarily to the pulpit or the microphone. It may be to the corner office. It may be to you starting your business. It may be you going back to school to start or complete your education. It may be serving or volunteering. It may be simply the Lord calling you to love yourself and your family. It may be him calling you to lift your head up and hold your head high. It may be him calling you to encourage or inspire someone else. And for some people, it may be unexplainable, incomprehensible, or inexplicable. But just like it was for Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 3, when you hear his voice, you have to answer the call may not have the pedigree, but when it's undeniable, it's undeniable. Which leads me to my second point of emphasis. It was unexplainable and undeniable, and Samuel yielded and said yes. In Samuel's youth and naivety, he did not really comprehend and understand what was occurring. He'd been serving under the leadership of the priest Eli. But verse 7 reminds us, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord revealed to him. Samuel was still inexperienced and wet behind the years, as my mama would say. Yet there was something special in Samuel's future. And I want to stop for a second to encourage the young people who might be present, listening, or watching, and everybody is young at this point as I get older. Whether you see it or not, and whether others support you or not, or whether it has been revealed to you or not, the Lord has something special in your future. On yesterday, a stretch of Lake Street was named in honor of one of our former deacons, Deacon Rudy Smith. 
And I'm not sure anyone would have predicted that honor when he was five or ten. And yet, it came to pass. You see, when the Lord has something special for you, no one can stop it. That's what happens in this text on today. The key is, Samuel yielded and said yes. Be patient with me while I read this text again. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying, lying down, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call, lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. When instructed by the priest Eli, Samuel finally begins to understand the depth of what was occurring in his life. It was not Eli the priest that was calling. It was the Lord that was calling. The child of God, no matter how painful, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how unpleasant, no matter how unnerving and distressing, when the Lord calls, Yield and say yes. And the truth is, when we look at Samuel, the Lord called multiple times before he understood and yielded and said yes to the Lord. There are times that there may be a delay. Sometimes it may be deferred. Sometimes there may be a lack of clarity. And just like Samuel, when it becomes clear, say like Samuel, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. 
someone listening or watching right now, be still like Samuel and listen for the Lord's voice. Just like Samuel wanted to listen to Eli, ultimately, he had to listen to the Lord. Be still and know that he is the Lord. That's what Samuel did, and ultimately he yielded and said yes to the Lord's call. Minister Montague Santa Crouch said it this way, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, yes, Lord, completely yes. My soul says yes. Not my will, but thy will be done. No more I, but it's you, Christ, that lives in me. Lord, I give my everything to you, and I'm yielded completely through and through. I think I got the words right. It was unexplainable and undeniable. Samuel yielded and said yes. But then, this is one of the things that I love about the Lord. Samuel's call was affirmed and confirmed. Thank you for the amen back there. Now, with this calling for Samuel came some initial difficulties. He was given the task of informing Eli of the judgment that would befall his household as a result of his son's wickedness and Eli's unwillingness to restrain his sons. What a heavy burden and tough task that was given to Samuel after the acknowledgement and acceptance of his call. I've been urging us all to yield and say yes to the Lord's call. And yet, if the truth be told, there is the blessing and the burden of accepting the call. For Samuel, the blessing was a recognition of his future as a leader of Israel. The burden was to have to inform the very man who trained him of his son's fatal future. Yet, after it all, Samuel's call was affirmed and confirmed. Who Samuel became could not be rejected or refuted. Child of God, when the Lord puts it in place, it cannot be denied. Look at verses 19 through 21. So Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall or fail to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Now think about it. Samuel's mother prayed that she would have a male child. Samuel is born and placed into the service of the Lord. And now 
His ministry as a prophet of the Lord is affirmed and confirmed. The Bible says from Dan to Beersheba. I'm going to try to help you understand that. From Dan to Beersheba. Let me say it again. From Dan to Beersheba. Dr. Moore. From Dan to Beersheba. Now that, that doesn't seem significant to those of us who are living in 2022. But for those at the time of the text, it meant something. You see, Dan was a region in the northern portion of Israel. Beersheba was a territory in the southern region of Israel. Dan was in the northern region of Israel. Beersheba was in the southern region. Okay, you still not get it. Let me say it again. Dan was in the northern region of Israel. Beersheba was in the southern region of Israel. So the Bible is saying from one end of Israel to the other end of Israel, it was affirmed and confirmed that Samuel was a prophet of the Lord. From Dan to Beersheba. It was affirmed and confirmed that he was a prophet of the Lord. In other words, everyone witnessed what the Lord was doing through Samuel. Someone watching, listening, or in the sanctuary on the day, I want to encourage you, because whether they like it or not, People are witnessing what the Lord is doing in your life. Whether they pat you on the back or not, from Dan to Beersheba, they're witnessing what the Lord is doing. Whether they like you or not, from Dan to Beersheba. They're witnessing what the Lord is doing. Whether they talk about you or not, they're witnessing what the Lord is doing. Whether they talk to you or not, they're witnessing what the Lord is doing. Whether they try to dog you out or hate on you, 
there witnessing what the Lord is doing. And every now and then, you need to look in your mirror and tell yourself that from Dan to Beersheba, the Lord is doing great things in my life. Do I have a witness? And every now and then, you need to borrow the words of the Miami Mass Choir and declare what God has for me, it is for me. I know without a doubt he will bring me out what God has for me it is for me I didn't mean to raise my voice today but I need to tell you whether they try to deny it or not what God is doing in your life is confirmed and affirmed. Do I have a witness? They can hate all they want to. Yes, Lord, you need, you, 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 you need to know what God is doing in your life has his stamp of approval. Do I have a witness? I need, I, I, I need to tell somebody if you have his stamp of approval. It doesn't matter what anyone else says or thinks. Just tell the Lord, thank you for putting your hands on me. Thank you for setting me aside. putting your hands on me. Thank you for setting me aside. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. No, I'm over time and I'm trying to leave it alone. But somebody this Sunday morning needs to tell the Lord thank you. Tell him thank you.
He's able to give you a blessing. He's able to give you a breakthrough. So when you're in your cubicle on tomorrow, you don't have to say it out loud, but just think in your mind, everything, 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 everything from Dan to Beersheba. God is in control and he has his hands on me. open relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible reminds us in Romans chapter 10 if you believe in your heart confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be So even now, as the invitation is extended, there's someone here present on today. You want to give your life to the Lord immediately following the benediction. There are deacons in place to receive you into the family of faith. Or if you're watching or listening, you can call us. 402-455-1000 option 3 someone is waiting to hear your voice even now
we pray that you have made a decision to give your life to the Lord on this day. For those in the sanctuary, you may take your seats. Our ushers will escort you from the sanctuary. And now unto him who's able to keep us from falling and to present us followers before his glory with exceeding great joy. To the only wise God be glory, dominion, and power both now and forever. And the people of God said together, Amen, Amen, and Amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.